Ahoy! Welcome to Shipwrecks. Two best friends talking about our adventures and disasters. She's Stacy. And she's Rhiannon. Here, Here we, we go! go. <laughs> All right. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Why have one intro when you can have two? <laughs> Why have two when you can have six? Because we basically, we start and then we talk and then we start and then we talk and then we start. Do we? Kind of, yeah. yeah I mean, you're the one that's listening to it over and over yeah. editing it. It's, it's fine. I'm getting better at not just zoning in on how my voice sounds. That's good. Yeah. I'm going to sound, I would do I'm going to sound fucked up on this episode. Cause I have a bit of a chest cold going on. <laughs> Probably for me. <laughs> yeah. Your little patient zero over here. I'm a sharer. Sharing <laughs> is caring, except when it's the Kraken. <laughs> it's not though. It's not COVID. <laughs> just a goddamn cold yeah no i i checked too i tested and it came up negative and i was like i kind of forgot that there was things other than covid it's just a really bad cold it's a really bad cold and mine is all in my chest so yeah it was like mother nature reminding me that i didn't get a flu shot this year <laughs> i got a flu shot and i still got sick Sorry. god damn it <laughs> Thank you for the Timmies. We got coffee today. It's been a while since I've had coffee because I've just been drinking Neocitrin. Neocitrin is the shit, though. I mm. kind of love Neocitrin. It does its business. Yeah. Yeah. You feel so good after because you have, like, that hot lemon flavor. Mm. You're, like, mm, healthy, and then it's full of acetaminophen, so. Yeah. You feel really good after. It's super high. <laughs> I love... Drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and moving on to the jar. <laughs> jar time. Well, I wanted to do... Off how was your week? Off the drug topic. Okay. How was your week? <clears throat> Let's do a review. A review? Oh, I was sick. Yeah. <laughs> I worked... Well, I will work 20 hours this week because I work tomorrow. Yeah. But otherwise, I was off for five days. Yeah. Which... It was kind of glorious. Yeah. But money. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's already up on the, our TikTok where we got together to make yeah. those cupcakes for Danielle. Yeah, vagina cupcakes. Which was so much fun. So much fun. Way more fun than I thought it was going to be making them and then giving yeah. them to her. I felt like so embarrassed. So like we drove there and everything was fine. And then I like went into the backseat to pull them out and I was walking in and I'm like, what am I doing with my <laughs> You gotta find the little moments of joy, just true. The little things that I am glad that you encourage me to do weird shit. I feel like <laughs> it, it's like the same as like the pumpkin photo shoot and literally everything else where you're like, Oh my god, I have this idea, it's awesome, we should do it. And I'm kinda like, eh, the whole time. And then as soon as it, like, comes to it, I'm like, let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's fucking do it. But still, in the back of my mind, every time, I'm like, what is my life? <laughs> you know, I feel like we thought being an adult would be glamorous and fabulous and all this really cool stuff. But it's 
the ability to make vagina cupcakes to bring to your waxer on her birthday. Yeah. And, I mean, it really made her day. It did. She laughed pretty hard. Yeah. It was sad that we had to be quiet because somebody was getting, like, a quiet treatment. <laughs> a relaxing treatment. <laughs> We're like, okay, laugh just, like, as quietly as you can. <laughs> the video, we're just wheezing the whole time because we're trying so hard to be quiet. Yeah. Um, shout out to Danielle and her husband. They listen to the podcast. Yeah, thanks, you guys. <laughs> we love it. I love you. <laughs> yeah, she was saying she really likes the vibe that you're just hanging out with friends. Which is good. Yeah, I think that's the vibe we're going for. I was going to say, I, I feel like that's what we wanted to go for. But I think overall, we just kind of wanted to um, not fall flat on our faces. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> and partially for me, because I have memory issues, I was hoping to kind of record record all our good stories so I can listen back to them. Yeah, if you could do that when I'm not talking, that would be great <laughs> for editing. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> we got iced coffee, so if you hear clinking, um, that's me. why. <laughs> it's Stacy shaking her coffee every time she drinks. I'm the problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's you. You're the problem. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> uh, I also was listening to like Taylor Swift this morning while I got ready. You know, a little bit of Taylor Swift goes a long way for serotonin. Yeah, or a lot, a lot of Taylor Swift. <laughs> yes. Uh, I liked the snap that you sent me, and it was just you in a towel, like, vibing to Taylor Swift in your kitchen. Eating leftovers out of the fridge over the counter. <laughs> That's what being an adult is. <laughs> yep. If you're not just eating cheese out of the bag with your bare hands over the sink, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> my, how, was, how was your week? Yeah. My week was okay. Um, found out that that guy that I was seeing that I just posted the Valentine's episode and I was like, I've gone on three dates with this guy and he's so sweet. He's not interested. So, um, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Deuces, jokes. <clears throat> JK. JK. So I still don't have a date to go to Ikea with, but I think what I want to do is show up early and do like pictures in the Ikea rooms as if I'm getting ready for this hot date. And then, <laughs> oh, like in the bath, one of the yeah. like Ikea bathrooms. Yeah, like sets. putting on like lipstick, lipstick or comparing, like, you know, they have those dresses, but they're all the same dress. In Com your closet, your yeah. walk-in closet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think that would be really funny. And then, um, and then I'll sit with you and Trevor or Emery and Jocelyn or my parents, which would be pathetic, but Just also with your hilarious. Parents. Sit with me. <laughs> well, maybe we could all sit together. I don't want to sit with your parents. Okay. Maybe we can sit with Emery and Jocelyn then, and sure. I'll fifth wheel. <clears throat> Sounds lovely. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> as much as I love your parents. They're very cool. They're, They're cool parents. As cool as parents get. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, my dad used to be a traveling musician. My mom used to be in the Navy League. Uh, they're kind of the opposites attract story. Yes. I just feel like you have come full circle already in your adult life where you recognize your parents as their own individual human beings. Yeah. And you enjoy their company. Yeah. And I love my parents, but I'm happy I moved out at 18. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
but I was thinking back on it the other day because I know there were a couple times when you'd moved out that you came to hang out with me and you were like drinking, we were both drinking or whatever, and you just crashed at your parents. Yeah. Because they live much closer to me than your apartment was. Yeah, like a block away. Yeah. And, uh, which totally makes sense. And then I was like, how many times have I stayed at my parents? Since you moved out. Since I moved out. Uh, once. Yeah? Yeah. When Trevor went away for a week and I got super sick. Oh, yeah. And my da- I called my dad because I was like, I'm dying. Um, Trevor's not here. Could you get me, like, soup or crackers or anything? Yeah. Like, some medicine. And uh, he went and grabbed me all those things and came over, came in to, like, make me some tea and set stuff up and looked at me and was like, why don't you just come home with us? Yeah. <laughs> you can stay the night. Yeah. And then if you're feeling better tomorrow, I'll take you home. And you were probably like, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. And the next day you were like, oh, yeah, no, definitely. I'm feeling way better. I was. I genuinely yeah. was. Yeah. And I was really happy too, honestly, because like, you know, when you're just so sick and you're like, you have such a high fever and you're worried to go to bed alone yeah. because you're like, I'm hallucinating yeah <laughs> in the middle of the night like what if you wake up and think the house is on fire or something yeah and if I like need something and I can't get up because I'm so sick or I'm just really dizzy or whatever so I was like really nice yeah and it's just comforting to know that I wasn't sleeping in a house by myself yeah <laughs> and then the next day I was like yeah you know what I do feel better and I want to go back to my own house <laughs> yeah that's fair <laughs> my mom just got home um yeah my week was pretty good did some school stuff had a couple shifts at work chemistry is kicking my ass Mm. as usual chemistry kicked my ass in school too yeah I didn't even take chemistry in high school so I'm coming into it without even like a basic understanding of chemistry and they're like university level specialized chemistry because it's the the tano chemistry which is the chemistry of the dead body I didn't know there was a term for it. Yeah. So there's a whole area of study called, uh, like, the Tano studies or something, um, because Thetanos was the god of death in ancient Greece or Rome. Okay. So if anything is called, like, the Tano blank, that's um, that study, but as related to death. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So there's like scary. But... Yeah. <laughs> cool. So the Tano chemistry is talking about like the proteins in the body and what chemicals go into the cells to remove the water to blah 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 blah. Um, <laughs> all this other stuff. <laughs> yeah. So it's tough, and I'm not good at math to begin with. So chemistry is not my forte. But I just have yeah. to get it done. Just have to get it done. I believe in you. Thanks. At least somebody does. Yes. Yeah. You can do it. You got it. Study yep. hard. Yeah. Might need a tutor. <laughs> if anybody knows a good chemistry tutor, let me know. <laughs> Specifically about the dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if anybody knows anybody that's studied the Tano chemistry, can you let me know? <laughs> Hit us up. <laughs> <laughs> Our DMs are open. Nice jewelry, by the way. Thank you. Uh, Just on the, on the topic of dead. Things. Yeah, it's um I got it at an indigenous makers market at the Stampede. Nice. Um it's hand carved bone 
into skulls. It's actual bone. It's bone, yeah. It, I'm pretty sure it's like deer bone or something. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. <laughs> she just said bone. I didn't ask questions. <laughs> like, that's enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's one of my favorite statement necklaces. It's kind of fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's very cool. It goes with your earrings. Oh, these are by my cousin. Oh, cool. Um, she lives in Ontario. Her her thing is, um, it's called Side Hustle Creations. <laughs> Shout out. She makes polymer earrings, polymer clay earrings. Cool. Yeah. They're very cute. I got most of her Halloween collection. I was like, I need all of these. I feel like there's a theme going with like that and your earrings. And the, and the skull blanket. blanket. Yeah. I like skulls. <clears throat> crazy you're going to school for mortuary sciences (laughs) who would have thought do you know that meme that's like it goes around every valentine's day and it's like this guy on twitter uh he put up um i know nobody likes talking about valentine's day but you gotta decide what skull you're getting for your girlfriend's skull pile (laughs) everybody sends that to me every time they see it because they know i have a skull pile (laughs) yep that's me fantastic yep skull girl skull girl (laughs) <laughs> I have bought you a skull also. So. You have. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite skulls, the little magpie skull. Yeah. So cute. It's very cute. I was really weirded out when I bought it, but I was like, you like it, so let's just do it. And yeah. then I got to my house, and I I opened it up because I was going to, like, obviously wrap it. And uh, it was so cute. Yeah. So tiny. So tiny and delicate. Yeah, I was wondering how they would have shipped it, but they just so much bubble wrap. Yeah. <laughs> It's very cool. It's insanely light because the bones are hollow. It makes sense. Yeah. But yes. Surprisingly cute. Yeah. Don't think I'll ever start collecting, but... Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I'll collect for both of us. Thanks. Appreciate that. <laughs> any any topics you're particularly drawn to today? What do you want to talk about? Oh, my God. <laughs> Stop putting me on the spot. <laughs> Like, Stacey, uh, it's not like you know that this podcast is coming up for the whole week. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> I have a list on my phone, but I'm also recording on my phone. So, I think that's one of... That's why we rely on the jar. That's true. That's Shall why we? we invented the jar. It's magnificent. Okay. I need to go first. Yeah. Oh, God. Ooh. I have tilted. My hands are too fat. <laughs> All right. Thank you. I think this is... Oh, no. This might be one of mine. Might still be a good story. Yolo. Oh, what <laughs> that we talked about, though? Ah, uh, we haven't talked about that. No? No. Oh, right, right, right. Because I just read, like, being each other's dates, and I was like, <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> everywhere <laughs> all the time. Um. Okay, no, I do remember something kind of funny from this. Okay. So it's specifically Butterfield Acres, which is, like, a... Um, petting outdoor petting zoo farm yeah they do like field trips for schools for like education on animals and stuff and it's really cute they've got like goats and cows and uh horses and what else is there pigs pigs not my favorite i don't like pigs sheep the sheep are cute and they do like uh wagon rides and stuff like that yeah and we went for halloween for their pumpkin date night, because I had bought yeah. tickets to the date night, and then it got canceled for COVID, mm. and then I broke my ankle, 
and then <laughs> I broke up with my boyfriend, so I didn't have someone to come to pumpkin date night with me. So guess who got to go? Stacy Kids! And it was so much fun. Um, and we took pictures everywhere, and I petted, petted, pet many yeah. goats. Yes. And uh, we posted, I think, a cute little short on your Insta story. Yeah. Or Facebook story or something. And the funny part is <laughs> that um, Janessa's husband right used to own a house with his friend and we'd always go and party there yeah and this friend this friend of his um always saw us together uh because we're bffs yeah but i guess he just i mean he doesn't keep up on our lives no because he doesn't really know us he's not really he, our friend he's no. Jan- he's Janessa's friend. husband's friend yeah and he saw our story of us going on this date and doing all these things together. Yes. And we both had really nice rings. I can't remember what from. No. And we had, like, just gotten them. And so we were showing them off. Yeah. And he assumed that we had gotten engaged. Yes. And he <laughs> he messaged Janessa, or her and her husband, with something along the lines of, like, oh, like, like finally or congratulations congratulations (laughs) he's like not surprised at all (laughs) i'm married to a man (laughs) already like he met him (laughs) maybe we're a polycule he doesn't know no but he was like the natural conclusion yes Because he's known he's about been, us. Finally seen, gotten gay. Yeah. He's seen our posts with each other for literally like 10 years. I just like to imagine that he was at home and he was like, of course, this That's is what obviously. it was building. Obviously. They were best friends and they didn't know it. And now they're finally. <laughs> I do remember being there at Butterfield Acres and there was a lot of queer couples True, there. Yeah. Um, because farms, pumpkins, it's cute. I don't know. It's super cute. It's super cute. They're typically a very lesbian thing to do. There was a lot of, like, queer couples there mm-hmm. when we were there. And I, somebody asked us, and we were like, no, we're just friends. And they were mm-hmm. like, oh, you seem very close. And we're like, we are. We are very close, but we're, we're just friends. We're alarmingly close, but it is just friends. What are you doing for your life if you don't have a female friend that everyone mistakes? <laughs> As your lesbian lover. (laughs) Did I tell you, one of my cousins came up to me and was like, hey, you know, I see you a lot with Stacey, and, like, if you're a lesbian, you can totally come out. We'll support you. And I was like, I'm not a lesbian. And she's like, oh. Okay, but if you are. But if you are. Just let me know. And she was like, I've never met a lesbian. I was like, I guarantee you've met a lesbian. Guarantee you have. Yeah. (laughs) But it's not me. It's not me. (laughs) Sorry. Or at least not. With me. No. <laughs> no. I've been telling you for years you should date women. I should date women. You should. You women aren't interested in me. I've flirted with women and they're just like, yeah, sweetie. Maybe they just know. Maybe. They're like, hmm. <laughs> I see this, like, <laughs> curiosity thing you've got going on, but you're so straight. <laughs> I, I see the vibe, but you're into men. 
<laughs> and I'm like, it, no. And they're like, like, I'm trying not to be. <laughs> it's, it's so bad for me. All right, I'm good, I'm good. Okay. But yeah, I do love um, being mistaken for a lesbian couple. It's quite funny. <laughs> I like the idea that if we were a lesbian couple, we're both so femme. So femme. Like, yeah, we would be such a power couple. Could be, yeah. Yeah. Damn it, Trevor. Sorry, yeah. You're holding us back. <laughs> I'm sorry to say, though, even if he wasn't there. No. I, I love you, but... Yeah, yeah. no. We, we're not compatible that way. No. <laughs> Unfortunate. We'll I just need... have to find another one. I wonder, though, like, I feel like I would be, like, I'd become more butch. Do you think? I think so. Like, being with men, I definitely, like, want that feminine role for myself. And yeah. And I want to be, like, sweet and girly and delicate. But I feel like if I were to, like, switch teams or be interested in women at all, <laughs> yeah. that I I would be the man in the relationship. The, the man the, in the relationship. The masculine one. The masculine one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> just, just. I can't imagine you. In a more masculine role, like with yeah. your hair and the way you dress, I can't. And like your nails, I can't imagine you with short nails. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I can still look femme and be. Yeah, maybe it's just energy-wise. Yeah, yeah. Cause I'd want a very pretty-looking girlfriend if I were to date a girl. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Bree, I would never date you. I, I want a pretty girlfriend. <laughs> Fuck off. I'm beautiful. <laughs> Fuck off. Read I'm at least a seven and a half. Thanks. <laughs> Just hate ones that we've already covered i'm glad you remember well i listened to it 25 times in a row <clears throat> that's true so many of these things come up <laughs> did we talk about this yeah <laughs> let's see <laughs> oh my god i wonder if i put that in because i was like good you better stop if you're laughing that hard <laughs> Flashback. <laughs> this flashback is brought to you by caffeine and IBS. <laughs> it literally just says shitting ourselves. In the <laughs> <laughs> when you get to 30 <laughs> and you drink more coffee than you eat food. Yeah, if you don't have breakfast first and then you have coffee. Sometimes, you know, things happen. <laughs> Sometimes you eat gluten and your stomach goes, no. <laughs> or milk, if you're lactose intolerant, yeah. but refuse to acknowledge that. You know what? I acknowledge it. <laughs> I just love dairy. <laughs> it's delicious. Yes. Milk, ice cream, cheese, yogurt. So good. So good. <laughs> 
I just, the most recent one was you. We were driving. It was, it was driving back to your house. And you were like, listen, I'm going to sprint in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I didn't. I made it. I didn't. You made it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you were, the way you walked in, you were like clenching. I gotta go now. <laughs> you were clenching so hard. <laughs> oh, like I honestly I debated I remember you like writing it down and like mentioning it and me being like girl I don't know if I'm gonna want to talk about this yeah (laughs) but but also like I think too just like through watching TikTok and seeing so many things like it happens it happens everybody shits themselves (laughs) sometimes we should make a song about that but <clears throat> the most, the worst one I, I had. It. I made it. <laughs> you made it. I didn't. Um, no. In Banff. It was kind of funny though. Yeah, it was the day after Halloween, so November first in Banff. Oh yeah. <laughs> we had spent the night um, at a drag show cabaret. It was so good. It was so good. It was that, so good. Yeah, it was I, amazing. I think I liked it because it wasn't like just um, drag queens coming out and like lip syncing songs. It was like a whole um, play. Yeah. It was the what uh, the Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw Manicure. Manicure. It was so good. It was so good. We had and such a good time. And dinner was delicious. Yes. <clears throat> but uh, I clearly ate something that didn't agree with me because I have all of these allergies. And we drank a ton. And we, we were drinking cocktails. Yeah. We drank before we left the Airbnb. We drank at the show. Drank when we got home. Yeah. Um... And then we stopped at Starbucks and got coffee in the morning, but didn't get food. And that is the fatal yeah. mistake. And we were in the Christmas store in Banff, and I was like, Stacy, I, I gotta... I gotta go. And I was like, I went, and I was like, do you have a washroom here? And they're like, no, not in the store. Like, there's a public one a block down the street. Yeah. So we're like... We're going. <laughs> we're hoofing it. We are speed walking. And we get yeah. there, and I get into the stall... And I just imagine you were like in the other stall and you just hear this sad little voice that's like, Stacy, Stacy, can you, can you buy me new pants? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you went off to buy me pants. I did. I wandered and thankfully like the mall or whatever is there is like right across the street. Yeah. And I cruised through there so fast. Yes. <laughs> okay. You were quick. New pants. Yeah. <laughs> I brought options, too. You did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was very much appreciated. The other side of this story is I was just sitting in a stall for probably, like, 20 or 30 minutes. Half naked. <laughs> um, in a public stall. And this girl comes in, and she's sobbing. Oh, she yeah. sits down in the stall next to me. She clearly thinks no one else is in this bathroom. And she is crying. And you're like, do I, do I, I sit silently? Yeah, do I just sit here with no pants on and be like <laughs> quiet? Or do I go like, what happened? <laughs> Even though I can't leave the stall to I, help you yeah, or do anything. No, so you I don't just, know me. So I just sat there listening to her cry. And then you came back and you were like, Rihanna, I got pants. And I was like, thank you. And Ew. she she was clearly suddenly realized that I was beside her the entire time. Yeah. So then I really quickly got dressed in. We found our friends. Um, and I put my other pants in a bag. 
and threw them out. I'm pretty. No, did you? No, I took them home because they were brand new. Oh no! (laughs) (laughs) Just had to break them in. like i learned nothing i still have coffee on an empty stomach yeah i still eat tomatoes and bread and all of these things that clearly are problematic for me they're just so delicious they're just they're so good yeah why am i allergic to everything delicious like i feel like i should um be a better best friend slash boing women to your health and <laughs> When we're out and about and we go to get coffee, I will also get you food. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to do better. <laughs> I should I should try to do better for myself. But it's also like if I have this gluten intolerance and I'm allergic to tomatoes and potatoes and onions and garlic and all of these other things, like that, that like yeah. Um, eventually, it's kind of like what's what am I going to react to the least? You know rice crackers yeah that could work rice puffs <laughs> you know those little circular tapioca pudding um <laughs> you know those little circular like like rice yeah cakes? yeah i, I should just carry those around bag. yeah yeah just have a bag just like attach it to a belt and just <laughs> my emergency rice cracker my emergency rice cracker <laughs> make a holster for it <clears throat> yeah excuse me all it's right super fashionable <laughs> so hot You'll start a new trend. Yeah. Like fanny pack style. Yeah. Yeah. With one rice cracker in it. Well, I mean, more than one. Okay, two. I don't know which ones are used anymore. Uh, I was not expecting that one to get pulled out. That's so funny. <laughs> you put it in there. It's your I know. Fault. <laughs> I forgot it was in there. Oh. What? When I bought... Uh, Skindu and shipped it back from Scotland. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. But also, <laughs> we talked about it last time. Did we? Yeah. About though, like so and so shouting while I was trying no, to post it. No, we didn't. <laughs> no. So we, we, for the record, we all bought knives. Yeah, and, and it whiskey. Was, it was a knife too. Like it was like a longer knife, but it was it was pretty good. It was like it was a foot like long a handle too included. Yeah. 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 And we were like, be real. We were like, <laughs> you know, do it. Yeah. We were four weeks into the trip. Yeah. And we had so much stuff. I think we were like two weeks into like this six week trip. Yeah. And we're like, if it was four weeks, we would have just kept it with us. No, because it was too much to bring home. Oh, yeah. Because we would have like overstuffed our bags. All right. Be real. Be real. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> now see my hold so long enough for the back stairs. So anyway, <laughs> we had too much stuff to take home with us. And some of it we're like, it's not going to go through security with us. Yeah. So let's just ship it. Yeah. And take a lot of the souvenirs we've already bought and send them back. So we don't have to keep lugging them around with us for the rest of the trip. Yes. And we got to a post office and I we'd gotten boxes and everything and, and packed it up. And I'd been so careful too because I was shipping alcohol. And yes. I was like, oh, I'll wrap it up. I'll have the alcohol in a Ziploc bag and then wrapped in like a few articles of clothing or whatever yes. and put it in the middle so it doesn't get broken. Yes. And then the whole time that we're in the post office, <laughs> Janessa, I love you, but, but she loudly shouted, 
What about that sword? What about that sword? Because you had to fill out a form declaring that there were no <laughs> weapons that you were shipping. And I'm like, it's not a sword. And the post office person just looked at you and was like, a sword? I'm like, it's not a sword. It is. And I'm like, I... It's a knife. We'll strangle you so hard <laughs> if you do not leave this post office right now. I'm sure it wasn't because of that. Like, all those items get x-rayed and checked out. Yeah. And they ended up opening my package at some point. And everything was still in there when it got to me Yeah. in Canada. But they hadn't repacked it the way I packed it. No. So they broke my bottle of whiskey. All over everything. I was mad. Like, it was contained in the in the plastic bag. That's why I put it in there, just in case it broke. But, but like, nobody wants to drink whiskey full of glass. Well, no, I threw it out. <laughs> but that was so, it didn't soak everything else in the box that I bought. You could have just filtered it. No. So I was pretty pissed because I was like, you know what? If you're going to open up my package, uh, Mr. Customs or Mrs. Customs officer, then just repack it the way I had it. Yeah. Or at least be considerate that, hey, this is a bottle, a glass bottle full of liquor. Mm -hmm. Maybe it should be in the clothing that it was wrapped in in the first place. Just rewrap it the way I had it. (laughs) (laughs) And now I will never ship any liquor glass container back like that. Yeah. I mean, I went to Italy in college and... When we were coming back, of course, a ton of us bought alcohol Yeah. in Italy. Yeah. And we were packing up to come back, and our professors had reminded us, like, hey, we're going to, like, we have a layover in Toronto, and that's where we're going to go through customs, Yeah. not back in Calgary. So the and legal age in Toronto is 19, Yeah. not 18. So even though everyone on the trip was legally able to buy alcohol in Italy and have it back home in yeah. Alberta, they couldn't take it through customs in Toronto. Yeah. And I was already 19, so all of my 18-year-old friends were like, can I put my alcohol in your bag? <laughs> I came home with so much alcohol that I had to declare, had to declare through customs. <laughs> the customs officer was like, why do you have 30 bottles of wine? Literally. <laughs> I mean, not quite 30, but like a lot. Yeah. Way more than I'm allowed to have after right. this length of trip that we were on. Yeah. But I was like, whatever, I'll just declare it. And everyone that's put their alcohol in my bag knows that they'll have to pay Yeah. the, the excess taxes or whatever I would have had to pay on it. Yeah. But it was so funny because they like filled out the form or whatever that says uh, I'm over the limit yeah. and I have to pay X amount of dollars, gave me back the slip, and then you continue on wherever through the airport and you get to another stage and you hand the slip to whoever and that's where they take the payment. Yeah. And I got to that lady and I handed her my slip and she looked at it and she looked at me and she was like, where are you coming from? And I'm like, Italy. And she just was like, okay, tore it up. <laughs> nice. I was like, thank you so much. Like, she was just like, of course you have a ton of alcohol. Of course. Of course. So it was great. And I should have uh, I should have just told all my friends that I had yeah. to pay that that fee. Yeah. And gotten some money out of it. You're too nice. Um, <laughs> that reminds me, like, the first time I went on my Contiki trip, we went through Italy. And at the Coliseum, I bought essentially a sword um, <laughs> from... 
the Colosseum for my brother because he collected knives and stuff. I think he still does. But it's like this Italian sword that the gladiators had. Oh, cool. Um, And I got him like a little pocket knife in Switzerland and stuff like that. So I put them all in my checked luggage. And then as I was going through the airport, I declared that I had weapons in my checked luggage. <laughs> and the customs officer looked at the slip that said, I'm bringing back weapons. And then looked at me and he was like, what? He was like, you're bringing weapons? I was like, oh, yeah, I have like knives and stuff. And he, and he was like, in your checked luggage. I was like, yeah. And he was like, nobody marks that off. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> I was like, I was like an 18 year old traveling alone for the first time. Just a nice Canadian girl. I was like, I just want to be honest. I just, I'm telling you the truth. I have swords in and knives in my checked luggage. And he was like, nobody checks that off. And he did the same thing. He just kind of ripped it up and was like, whatever. Go. And you're like, I didn't want to get in trouble. I didn't want someone to see it. Yeah. And be like, she didn't declare this. She had yeah. weapons. I didn't want someone to x-ray it and be like, is that a sword? Did she say that she had a sword with her? <laughs> right? It's terrifying. But, like, the examples they put for weapons in the declaration form are, like, AK-47. Yeah, and, and you're I, like, sword? I, I was like, I have a Swiss Army knife I got in Switzerland. It's engraved with my little brother's name. <laughs> it's like a pocket knife. Yeah. He's like, um, yeah, you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, though, honestly, when you, like, travel to different countries, how intense some customs yes. agents are. Yeah. Like, flying back to Canada, pretty basic. Yeah. Canadian passport. Canadian citizenship. It's all good. Um, And then even when I went to Italy, like, I mean, we were in a tour group, but <laughs> we were going through customs when we got there. And they told us just to, like, flip our passports open to the page with our picture and our info and hold it up next to our faces. Yeah. And we just walked through. Oh. Like, we didn't get stopped by a single person. <laughs> Nobody, like, needed to verify. No questions were asked. Like, I could have had just another, like, white girl yeah. photo yeah. with, like, the same hair and just gone through customs. <laughs> <laughs> the the most intense customs that I've been through were at the Vatican. Oh, yeah? Because the Vatican's its own country. It is. So you have to go through customs to get into it. I don't remember. It was so long ago. They, I was being asked a lot of things. I remember it being very intimidating. We were also on, like, a, a tour group for that as well when I yeah. went. Yeah. So I have a feeling that our tour guide dealt with it. Cleared with something. Yeah. <laughs> I was with um, two other girls from my tour group because we were the only people that were interested in going to the Vatican for some reason. Which is weird. I feel like it's kind of like a staple thing in any group when you go <laughs> to Italy. Yeah, everybody else, I I mean, it was Kentucky, so they were probably not feeling so good that morning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Ireland had very intense... Ireland was so intense. Customs, yeah. Their customs scared me. That's yeah. the only place for me, at least. <laughs> like, I remember us all going up and going to like individual booths, yeah. me and Janessa. Yeah. And then my like customs officer agent or whatever was like, Where are you staying? And I was like, Oh, in like a hostel. And they're like, Okay, yeah, but like Which hostel? Which hostel? Like what's the name? What's the address? And I'm like, I don't remember because we've stayed at so many and I'm yeah. like, my friend has our documents. Like, documents and itinerary and like all the information. 
And I could see, like, the frustration <laughs> in her eyes. And, like, yeah. you have no idea where you're going. And I'm like, I I do. I just don't You have scare me. And now my brain me. isn't working. And she was like, fine, whatever. Like, go over with your friend. And I'm like, okay. Grabbed all my stuff. Walking over to the booth with Janessa. Mm-hmm. And another agent sees me, like, walking away towards another girl that hasn't been cleared yet. Yeah. And screams at me yep. to get back over to my booth and like stay there until I'm done and I'm like she just she told, told me to go <laughs> <laughs> like that was the most intense customs customs scares me so much it's like you know when you're in a store and you know you haven't stolen anything but you see the detectors and you're like and this, there's a security officer standing there yeah. too watching you and you're like everything you've ever done wrong in your entire life and you're like what if I am stealing something <laughs> what if I am a thief <laughs> that's the same when I'm like driving down the street and a cop pulls up behind me oh yeah and I'm like yeah, everything's fine <laughs> you have your insurance and your registration everything's up to date <laughs> stay in the lane go the speed limit yeah <laughs> it was like um so I used to work in a bakery and I work really early in the morning and so I'd be on the road at like 1 1 30 in the morning yeah when nobody else is on the road and uh i remember heading to work and it kind of like go over this um overpass and then you can either turn left to merge with the main road yeah or the right two lanes just keep going straight yes and you can only turn left from that far left lane yeah and so i'm in the far left lane waiting for the light to change and a cop pulls up beside me in the straight through lane Uh uh-huh and they're just staring at me Oh, no. And I am super paranoid. And I didn't know what to do. I waved. <laughs> and, and then I just stared straight ahead. Yep. I was like, just look at your light. Everything's fine. It changes. I turn left to merge onto the main road. And the cop turns left out of the straight through lane and follows me. And I'm like, I'm, what's going on? Like, I'm dead. I, what's happened? <laughs> oh, I'm, no. I'm going to get pulled over and arrested. And it's 1.30 in the morning. And my boss is going to be like, where the heck are you? <laughs> and they followed me for a ways and then just pulled off, exited, and left. Yeah. And I was, like, petrified. And I was, like, couldn't focus on anything other than, like, staying in yeah. the lane and driving the speed limit. And then later that same day, I was driving out of the city to go see someone. And... I'm heading down the highway, and it's one, like, single lane both ways. Yeah. And an RCMP officer is driving down the highway the opposite direction, passes me, turns on their lights, pulls a Yui in the middle of the highway, and catches up to follow me. Oh, no. And I'm like, what the the fuck fuck is going on? (laughs) Do I look that suspicious? (laughs) And I'm like, was I speeding? Like, and same thing, followed me for a little bit. Turned their lights back on, pulled another Yui, went back the way they were headed. And I... I wonder I wonder if there was, like, somebody that they were looking for that had the same truck as you. Yeah, and I, I told Trevor later that night, and he said the same thing. Yeah. He was like, somebody probably stole the same make and model vehicle that you have. Yeah. Same color and everything. It's a common vehicle. And uh, he's like, yeah, they probably just were following you long enough to run your plates. Yeah. And make sure it's registered to... But that doesn't even work. Remember when your plate got stolen? Yeah. Yeah. Like, but they did. They did find it. Well, they did find it. But, like, imagine if you hadn't reported, like, you didn't notice that your plate was missing. Mm-hmm. You didn't report it. And then they saw a stolen car with a stolen plate, but they didn't know that the plate was stolen. So then they ran the plate and they were like, oh, I guess it's fine. Well, because I'm assuming that they're making the assumption as well. Like, my name and info and my license and everything shows up. So they'd be able to see 
what I look like. Yeah. And the vehicle, the person that stole my license plate put it on the same vehicle, but a different color. Uh-huh. So that right there. Yeah. Probably their mistake. But also the person whose vehicle got stolen called it in also. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, I'm missing a whole vehicle. <laughs> and you're like, hey, um, I'm missing that, like, metal on the back of my car yeah. that has, like, numbers and stuff on it. No, totally. that's, not what, that's not what you sound that's like. That's not what I sound like. Especially when you're talking to the cops, you sound much more authoritative but also kind of like you're gonna cry (laughs) a little but it was funny when I called too because I had moved but I hadn't changed over all my info oh yeah because I was like well I'll wait until I have to like renew everything otherwise I have to pay twice yeah so I like called and reported it stolen and they're like okay like where was your vehicle parked and blah 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 and I said outside my house yeah at this address and they're like that's not the address (laughs) <laughs> that is registered as the home for this license. And you're like, I just moved. I just Please. moved. <laughs> Please. But it got sorted. It was funny when I went to pick it up because um, the constable had just texted me. Yeah. Which was so weird to me. Yeah. That cops would just text you. Yeah. But whatever, it worked out. And they're like, yeah, it's like, this is the address it's at. You can come pick up your license plate. And I was like, great. I'll have someone drive me over. And they're like, yeah, definitely don't drive your own vehicle that has no license plate on it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, got that. <laughs> and showed up and walked over and, like, knocked on the window because they were in their vehicle talking to each other. And they looked at me like, hello, and rolled down the window. And I'm like, uh, hi, I'm here to pick up a license plate. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, got out of the car or whatever and opened up the back and handed it to me. And I was like, do you need to see, like, some id or anything yeah and they're like well you're the only person we texted about a license plate <laughs> at this address so <laughs> and i'm like yeah yes okay <laughs> this seems strange that reminds me like recently i got in my car i was driving and i accidentally hit like the power button like three times or something mm. and my phone when you do that sends a call to the emergency department. Yeah, it calls 911. Um, and I thought I caught it in time to be like, no, don't do that. And mm-hmm. then they FaceTimed me. Oh, weird. Yeah, yeah. I remember you saying that. Yeah, they sent me a video call and they were like, hey, this is the police. Um, <laughs> are you in an emergency situation? And I was like, no, my phone just pressed I the wrong button. But like <laughs> pocket dialed you. Yeah, and they were like, okay, like show us around you so we can see if you're in an emergency situation which honestly is like brilliant yeah but weird super weird really freaked me out because i was like am i in an emergency situation (laughs) why do i need to show you around why am i facetiming well i guess in case someone was like there telling you to say that you weren't yes so they were like okay show around you um with the camera so we can see what's going on verify that you're alone or safe or whatever which is brilliant amazing like smartphones are a thing yeah because i remember um somewhere else that i worked our voicemail code started with 911 no (laughs) because that was the first part of the store number no (laughs) and i'm like why would you set it up this way so just about Anytime someone in the store tried to check for voicemail, <laughs> yeah, even though like you're already like you know you have to like call yeah voicemail and then enter in your code or whatever yeah so you have to be like nine <clears throat> nine one one or whatever or whatever but people dialed nine one one accidentally yep. all yep. the time yep and the cops showed up to the store all, all the, the time. time and the owner had to pay 
a fine for calling the cops when yep. it wasn't an emergency. Yep. <laughs> like, just change the voice note code. <laughs> <laughs> but it would have been handy at that time. But I mean, this was like over a decade ago. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I remember doing that once, too. And they're like, is everything all right? And I'm like, oh, my God, yes, everything is fine. And they're like, okay, well, we have to send somebody by. And I'm like, no. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> like, my boss is going to kill me. Um, but at least I wasn't, like, by far the first person to do that. Yeah. Which is crazy that it happened so many times before they were like, well, we should change the voicemail code. How many times do you need to get fined by the cop mm-hmm. to stop doing the thing that gets you fined by the cops? Like, right? Like... <laughs> whatever not my problem whatever. i didn't own the store whatever <laughs> not your money not my money but yeah poor decisions uh, were made there i just remember uh when you were driving through that construction zone at like one in the morning to get to work and you were going the speed limit of the oh, yeah of the street regularly yeah and i was so mad because like they had had signs up forever they'd started construction in like the summer fall and then winter came and they were clearly not doing construction for literally weeks yeah. like not even construction equipment was left there no because there was so much snow yeah and they just still had like a 60 sign up construction yeah. zone 60 yeah when the speed limit's actually 80 and then they had a cop sitting in like a merge zone oh, yeah so it's like you're like waiting for to cause an accident, honestly. First of all, <laughs> like because you don't have your lights on, don't park there. No, don't park in a merge zone. No, right? Be off the road. And uh, yeah, I remember getting a ticket, and I I fought that one because I was so mad because I'm like, it's 1:30 in the morning, there is no one here. Yeah. And I'm not driving unsafe. Not about to cause an accident. There's been no construction here for weeks. No workers. Yeah. No equipment even parked. Yeah. And it's like what? Why do you still have the 60 sign up? Literally, just to ticket people. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. I had something like that. I was coming down Memorial, and, you know, there's a camera there. And I was coming down. There wasn't really space for me to stop, and there was someone right behind me. And the light goes yellow. And I'm like, fuck. Like, I have to go through. And as I go through, the light just turned yellow, and I go through... And the camera goes off. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. Whatever. Like, I'm in the wrong. You're supposed to stop when it's a yellow light <laughs> and you're not already in the intersection. It is annoying, though, because it's like the person that's falling too close to you. It's like, yeah, technically it's their fault if they hit you because of that, because you stopped. But yeah. also, like, you I don't, don't want my want car to be to rear-ended. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I was like, fuck, whatever. Like, I'll pay it. It came in. It was a $400 ticket. Yeah. $400 ticket. I was like, absolutely fucking not. So I emailed and I was like, first of all, I'm a student. <laughs> uh, I don't have $400. Secondly, everybody knows that the light at this intersection goes off too early. Thirdly, I will see you in court. <laughs> uh, and they were like, okay, we'll take it down to 120 I was like, fine, I'll pay $120. And, like, I feel like they almost do that for everyone, too, because I, yeah. I, uh, I don't go fight every ticket. No. But, like, you would have no time left. Quit <laughs> <laughs> you. I'm all right. Okay. And, yeah, like, typically if you go in and be like, hey, yeah, I messed up. Yeah. They just 
knock it down. Yeah. And it's like, it's a little bit better now because like Calgary has changed so that, um, like police have to have proper markers on their vehicles. Yeah, they like can't that just big be ghost cars. Fluorescent drive safe or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I kind of hate it because, like, in Manitoba, it's considered entrapment. Yeah. To sit there and ticket someone, and it's literally just to collect money. Yeah. Like it doesn't slow down or make anyone safer. No. It just causes people to slam on their brakes. Yep. And if you want people to slow down in a certain area, put a permanent photo radar camera in. Yeah. Then people will slow down when they get used to it and know that there's a camera there. Yep. Right? Where if you just park randomly around the city, you're yeah. just collecting money. The thing that pisses me off is they account for those tickets in their budget. Right. So they're like, we have to make X amount off Ticketing. tickets they to make our budget. They have a quota. How? Like, like and what? they always they say, to serve and protect. <laughs> they always say, like, we don't have a quota. And we're like, you're fucking lying because you account for it in your budget. So you do. So you do. Yeah. <laughs> and clearly if you get, if, say you're supposed to make $100,000 off tickets, it's obviously more than that, but, and then you split it amongst 12 months, and then you split it amongst four weeks, you go, okay, we need 45 speeding tickets every week. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> ACAP. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you can tell what's what side of the uh, defunding debate we're on. Yeah. All right, that's the new new subject. That's a heavy one. We're not gonna go from one heavy topic to that one. I'll put it back in later. Okay. Oh, when Rhiannon went to Quebec for school. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a fun time. Ooh, I am French. En yeah, français. En français. Uh, I my French is terrible. Um, because now. I grew up in Alberta. <laughs> yeah. So even when I was learning French, I had an Albertan accent to my French. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> this program is called Explore. Um, it's run by the government. You apply to it if you're within a certain age range. And basically, they ship you to different towns and cities in Quebec to live with a host family. And then you speak French the entire time you're there. Which is a great way to learn French, honestly. Yeah. Total immersion immediately. You get off the plane, you get on the bus, you get to... I went to Rivière-de-Loup, or <laughs> Rivière-de-Loup, uh, <laughs> Wolf River in English. Nice. And that whole town is 100% French. Yeah, small town Quebec, right? Small town Quebec. Like, the, nobody there speaks English except for the teachers they bring in to teach French to English kids coming in. Yeah, which is like... Because, I mean, French here is such a joke when they're like, yeah. oh, every kid has to learn French in elementary. <laughs> yeah, right. But it's like such garbage. <laughs> and it, it's not like they teach you sentences. They teach you no, words. They teach you words and like not even like phrases or anything. No. And it's honestly like the same thing year after year. Like it's not yeah. like you advance. No. You know, you learn the same French that you learned in third yeah. grade and sixth. Yeah. And then... They stop after that. It's not yeah. mandatory anymore. No. So I was like, yeah, I'll go learn French. And honestly, it was a really fun experience. I met some, yeah. I met Allison, who's one of my really close friends now. Mm -hmm. um, both of us have terrible French skills, but <laughs> it was, it was more about the culture. Yeah. I think. But I mean, also, I feel like you did really well. 
and then that was one of the advantages when we went on our trip was that yeah. you spoke French. Yeah. Um, but then, I mean, that was years ago. And then you came back to Alberta where no one speaks French yeah. and you had no one to practice with. Yeah. So my favorite memory, like from learning French there was when we were in Paris and we were in uh, Montmartre and that guy was trying to hit on you. Was he hitting on me? I thought he just thought I was lost. I think he thought you were lost, and then he was, like, trying to be a little flirty, and you were like, oh, sorry, I'm a tourist, and he I went I don't off. speak French. <laughs> he was like, you fucking people, come here, and you don't speak French, and, like... It terrified me. Yeah, he was yelling at yeah, you. We'd, like, split off in, like, a, a like a plaza or a square to, like, yeah. go and look at our own things, and then, like, we'll come back and meet at the area where, like, the underground train yeah. is, and... I finished doing whatever. It was about the time that we're going to meet back up. And I was just kind of standing in the middle of the square looking around for you guys. Yeah. And he approached me. And I remember you telling me afterwards that, like, well, I think, too, he was, like, I could kind of tell that he was, like, asking me if I was lost or whatever. And I was, like, oh, like, no, sorry. Like, I don't. I don't speak French. French. And, yeah, I remember you coming up after he started shouting at me and being, like, hey, it's hard to go. (laughs) Yeah. Which I really appreciate. And it was just frustrating because it was, like. He approached me. Yeah. I didn't approach him trying to ask for directions or anything. No. So it's like, you didn't need to speak to me. No. And then also, like, how dare you be mad that I'm a tourist in your country that doesn't speak the language? Like, are you just saying that people should never travel anywhere unless they speak the language of that country? Yeah. People would be so sheltered and uncultured and not learn anything about the rest of the world. Yeah. Like, there's no way that you can learn the language of every country you ever want to travel to. No. That's and ridiculous. Like, I remember I came up and he was yelling at you in in French. Mm-hmm. And I understood what he was saying and it was horrible things. And I came up and started yelling at him in French to get away from you. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you guys come here and you don't speak French. And I'm like, I fucking speak French. You can talk to me. Yeah. And he was like, just so mad. And he was like, and left. And I was like. I am so sorry that I <laughs> left you for 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know what he was saying, so it was all good to Yeah, me. I think I told him to fuck his mom or something. Because that's beautiful. one of the beautiful, elegant phrases yeah. that I learned when I lived in Quebec. <laughs> I mean, isn't that the first thing you learn of any language? <laughs> well, <laughs> is the best phrases. Yep. Uh, our teacher was like, every time you guys pass a quiz, I'll teach you a new insult in French. What a and, great teacher. <laughs> right? She was the best. Uh, she was great. Um, uh, what else happened when I was in Quebec? I ate a lot of baguettes because there was a bakery mm. between the school and my host home. So I would always just go grab a baguette and just munch on it the way home. I remember a lot of photos of bakeries. <laughs> yes. Uh, just bread. <laughs> just bread. And it was amazing bread. Uh, and there was this amazing hill which I hated between the school and where I was living. So I got really in shape yeah. that summer. Remember that story of you? Which one? In the river. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we It was like the last day of classes, and we were <laughs> fucking around, and it was so hot. It was It was such a hot day. And we went to our teacher, and we were like, hey, if you were going to swim in the river, which is the St. Lawrence – river uh where would you go swimming and they were like you wouldn't don't do that don't do that and we were like okay but if you were and And they they were were like like, no no 
the river is very polluted. Don't do that. And it, we were like, oh, haha, whatever. Yeah. Um, okay, we won't. <laughs> yeah, totally. We won't. Uh, so we went out and we were drinking because there wasn't a lot to do in this tiny little Quebec town. <laughs> I feel like that's most small towns in Canada because there's nothing around. It, so you just drink. Yeah. So <laughs> we were like, no, we're definitely going to the river today. So it was like nine at night and we told nobody. We grabbed the one taxi in town <laughs> and he dropped us off by the river and we go down to the river, down the rocks to the river because it's the St. Lawrence. Clearly safe. Amazing. Yeah. Drunk. Um, <laughs> totally great. We get there. We didn't bring our swimsuits. So we are like, okay, we're going to go skinny dipping in the St. Lawrence, which is a terrible idea. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> so we left our clothes on the rocks and went into the river. And then we saw the Aurora Borealis, which was the first time I've ever seen it. Which was beautiful. Yeah. We were just like sitting in the river. And until at... one of you gets swept away. <laughs> until we're kind of like, hey, the water's getting a lot higher and the tide's coming in and it's cold and it's cold and polluted and gross but the way that the tides come in in the saint lawrence isn't like waves it's one wave that gets higher as it goes oh. so, so you're it, like oh it's not that bad and then as it gets closer you're like mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah and it's just like getting higher and getting higher and getting higher and we're like okay we have to leave so we <laughs> try to go back up the rocks and they're slippery yeah, and they're rocks, and we're freezing, so we can't feel our hands and feet. <laughs> we're climbing up these rocks. We try to grab everything, um, and I look up, and my underwear and my EpiPen are floating away. Oh, good job. Yeah, you and, and like, EpiPens. Yeah, I'm an I'm a mess with EpiPens, honestly. And I was you like, really well, be more careful with that. <laughs> um, so we get up, and the taxi man had done a loop basically and came back. And we're all wet. He's like, you're going to need me again. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're soaking wet. We're giggling. And he's like, what did you do? And we're like, nothing. And he's like, uh-huh. So then we all get back into the one taxi in this town. I'm and... surprised he lets you get back in. <laughs> it's not his first summer with yeah. English students. You're like, mm, you're gross from the river. <laughs> yeah, don't go swimming in the St. Lawrence. That's what I learned that summer. Yeah, I probably will never do that. Don't. <laughs> I mean, it was an amazing experience, but you could have seen the Aurora Borealis from the top of the rocks and not in the water. <laughs> but I feel like, too, like maybe that would have been like good advice at 18. I'd be like, oh, yeah, maybe I shouldn't now. I'm like, I'm definitely not going to. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> but it, at, what was I, like 20, 22? I was, you know, I was having a good time. Yeah. I was living alone for the first time and... It was cool Just with doing, my friends. Doing whatever you wanted. <laughs> yeah. With my friends. It was great. So poor choices, obviously. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we make mistakes. Nobody got hurt. Everything's fine this time. Yeah. We could have just been swept away into the river and the taxi <laughs> man would have been the last guy that had heard of us. Hopefully he would have called the police or something. But yeah, that could have been ended. That could have ended terribly. That could have ended really badly. Um, I'm really only alive by sheer luck. True. Most of the time. Honestly. I remember like a few episodes ago where you're like, oh, like any near death experiences that you've had. And you've got like five <laughs> min minimum. <laughs> and I'm like, I kind of had this one time that I got hurt, but I didn't really die. <laughs> I hit my chin once and yeah. I was like, I fell off a train platform and had to get 
yanked up or I almost got swept away naked in the St. Lawrence River. Or you went skiing once in Banff alone and stepped yeah. out of your car and ended up in the hospital <laughs> that getting wasn't, stitches. That wasn't a near-death experience. That was on the drive home after they pumped me full of painkillers and I was like, all right, yeah. I'm going to go home now. And then you had a cast for like four six weeks. Six weeks? Where you couldn't bend your knee. <laughs> yeah. Because I fell on the ice and split my knee open and like it was bad. Um, yeah. And I was like, well, I guess I'm not going skiing. So I drove myself to the Banff Hospital. <laughs> and the Banff Hospital, I remember, well, first I went up to the medical bay at Norquay mm-hmm. to be like, hey, can I'm you help me? Bleeding. <laughs> and the guy there clearly mostly deals with like contusions. Yeah. Because he saw me bend my leg and he saw it inside my knee <laughs> and he just about fainted. And he was like, you have to go to the hospital. I was like oh okay he's like i'm not equipped to deal with this yeah (laughs) basically he was like but he had a dog so i was hanging out with the avalanche dog and he was like you have to go to the hospital and i was like okay so i just drove myself to the hospital bleeding clearly and then got to the hospital um uh got stitches i was the most exciting thing that was happening in the bamp hospital that day probably um they gave me a popsicle while i got my stitches (laughs) that was cool (laughs) And then um, they cranked me full of painkillers and sent me home. So I drove myself home, and I probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah, no. <laughs> but, I mean, you made it. I made it. It was fine. And then just couldn't bend your leg for six weeks? Yeah. I couldn't imagine. I remember the first time seeing you in that cast, and I'm like, I can't sleep if yeah. I can't bend my legs. Yeah. They gave me a splint that went from my hip to my ankle. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but terrible. Yeah. <laughs> And then I broke my ankle, so I haven't gone skiing in, like, years. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, you know, maybe, ex- I don't know if I'd call skiing an extreme sport, <laughs> but maybe, like, any really physically demanding sports where you could potentially die are not the best idea for you. Maybe, but yeah. I love skiing, so I'm not going to give it up. <laughs> um and it's like I was roller skating when I broke my ankle, and that's the worst injury I've ever had, and that's hardly an extreme sport. That's true. <laughs> just wrap you in bubble wrap. Yeah, <laughs> I just needed one of those bubbles. Yeah, and then you'll be yeah. fine. That'll be great. That's yeah. a good idea, actually. I should get that for you. Yeah. Happy birthday, Ray. Here's a bubble. Yeah. My birthday's coming up if anybody wants to send me happy birthdays. um, It's on the 27th. We're going to party. We're going to party. We're doing a one-shot D&D. <laughs> I'm making Stacy come. Yeah, uh, I feel like I'll come and observe and and No, because then cheer. it'll just be me and Allison. No one else is coming to play D&D with you? No. Because <laughs> well, Trevor already what said... What does that say? <laughs> Trevor already said... Trevor got the one seat to sit in and observe. <sighs> and he can help you out with the math and stuff. It's fine. Only because I love you. Yeah, I know. Okay. And then, and then we'll go out after. Yes. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it'll be fun. I don't know where we're going yet, but it'll be great. Not milestone. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. I so I go on I went on TikTok and I was like, "Hey, people in Calgary, if you know anywhere cool to like have a chic little birthday with a bunch of people, that's kind of like a unique experience or like just a special time. Just a special place." <laughs> yeah. And I would like some recommendations. And somebody goes, have you tried this place, Milestones? <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? It's so niche. 
Yeah. Basic. <laughs> Once in a lifetime experience. Basic. I was like, are you kidding me? Somebody said we should go to Rooftop, which we should. That would be cool. It's mm-hmm. enclosed and it's kind of like designed to look kind of like an outdoor space. Neat. I mean, if the weather's anything like it has been. Yeah. It's like nine degrees today. It's beautiful. Yeah. And it has like walls and a roof and stuff, but it has like trees and. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be cute. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and then somebody else was like orchard and I was like, we can't afford orchard. I've never heard of it. It's, it's this really niche little um, boutique restaurant. They have, the walls all are, are all plants and like chandeliers. It's very, very cool, but it's not exactly the kind of place to be like rowdy. Mm. Yeah, it wouldn't be like any of the other birthdays you've had where we've gone to crazy expensive places. <laughs> well, I'm trading it for D&D this year. <laughs> I appreciate that, honestly, because yeah. um, my pockets are not that deep. No, I am also <laughs> impoverished, so. <laughs> chill, chill year. Yeah, like, chill, chill this year. It's only 31. Yeah. Yeah. My birthday will be like, um, probably just bring some booze in my backyard. I mean... At least you can do stuff in your backyard for your birthday, because your birthday's in May. Yes. Like, if I could, I would have a, a sun, summer. outdoor. I mean, you can just start celebrating your birthday in the summer instead. Do a half birthday? Yeah. In, like, what, August? Yeah. Yeah. Do it. We could do a pedal, a pedal pub for my half birthday. I would love to do a pedal pub. That'd be so much fun. That would be so good. They have <laughs> these things in our city where it's a bike. It's like a multi-person bike. Yeah, it's like designed like a big wagon though. Yeah. And and you're you, on your seat and you pedal. You're on your seat and you pedal and it powers it and there's one sober person who is directing, like, directing and hosting it. Yeah. And like they steer and control brakes. Yeah. <laughs> and then the middle is just a bar. Yeah. And you just drink and pedal yourself around outside. And, and then they music. they also pedal you to different breweries or distilleries whichever tour that you decide on so you drink you pedal over (laughs) to another place you pedal over to another place like I feel like I would have to be careful of not getting so drunk I fall off yes yeah (laughs) (laughs) there's non-alcoholic options too it's fine just for every like two or three alcoholic drinks I have non-alcoholic yeah we'll bring some like pop Water. Water. In the sun. Yes, because it's a summer thing. Yes. Shockingly, they don't do it in February when the roads are sheer ice. Yeah, probably a good idea. Yeah. That would be fun. Yeah. But especially, like, I feel like this year, too, even for me, because I had, like, a bit of a a quarter-life crisis, a third-life crisis, where, like, everybody turns 30, and they're like, oh, my God, it's 30, and I was so excited when I turned 30. Yeah, you were hype. And I was like, this is going to be great. And then this year, I'm like, 32? Yeah. 32 is my 30. Yeah. It just took a couple of years, I think, to settle in. <laughs> You're like, oh, no, I'm like, over. oh, God. <laughs> my 20s are officially gone. <laughs> we could have okay. one of those funeral birthdays for you. Funeral no, because I would youth. solidify it. <laughs> just going to pretend. It's fine. What are we at? Oh, we're over an hour. We're, I think we're good. I think we're good. Yeah. Yeah. I think my voice is good. Yeah, I'm feeling it too. I don't want to kill it anymore. I got to go back to work tomorrow. Yeah. And I need my voice. Yes, you so. do. <laughs> uh, this was a fun one. The Valentine's one just came out. So let us know what you think about it, I guess. Um, 
Yeah, well, it just came out a week Today. ago. A week when ago. When this comes out. Time is very fluid yeah. in the podcasting world. <laughs> That's true. But yeah, it will have come out last week. Um, let us know how your guys' Valentine's went. Yeah. And if you did anything as cool as a IKEA dinner like we're going to. Yeah. Like we did. Past by the time you by hear the this. By the time you hear this. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll talk to you guys again in a week. In a week. Yeah. See you then. Bye. <laughs>